The Happy Campers Jam cast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Tripo. What's going on? Back again, episode 43. Welcome, everybody. Glad you're listening, wherever you're listening at. Got a special guest here tonight. One of our favorite people in the world is back, Mr. Jeremy Cox. Welcome, brother. What's going on, sexies? Been nice visiting with you so far this afternoon. Yeah, man. Andrew sitting across the table over there on his phone. He don't care about this. He's on his yep. phone. I, well, I'm just browsing. I'm I'm looking through porn. Uh, no, no, no porn. I'm not on not on in, incognito mode. He's past posting a nasty comment on Reddit. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, no. No Matt this evening. No, I'm going to call Matt here in a minute. Um, yeah, we'll call Matt just in a minute. But um, it hadn't been. It's usually like months at a time before I see Jeremy. You know, we'll kind of yeah. keep in touch. But ran into him Friday night. He was uh, out at a gig we played. Mm-hmm. Big wedding. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. This it is the thing. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't supposed. To, I did, we didn't know it was a wedding. Like I booked this thing. Uh, Blake asked me like three months ago. Said, "Hey, I'm having a party on. Uh, you know, I'm having a party on this date. Uh, will your band play? How much do y'all charge?" I was like, "Well, we normally get three hundred bucks for three hours, whatever, right?" So he goes, "Okay, put me down." I'm like, "Okay." I said, "I'll get with you later with the details." Right. So earlier in the week. Yo, man, we still on? Yep, we're still on, 7 to 10. I'm like, all right. Um, so at this point, I knew where we were playing, when we were playing, and how much we were making. And I relayed this information to my bandmates. But Andrew got curious because he's like, well, what kind of party is this? And I'm like, I don't know what kind of party this is. I had to know. I'd Like, I mean, I didn't have to know, but at the same time, now, if it would have been somebody that we didn't even know and we were going there, no, I wouldn't have been like, so what kind of deal is this, whatever. No, but we knew the guy, so I was just kind of curious of like, all right, so what are we what are we getting into? And then he was like, oh, I'm getting married. And I was like, oh, shit, another wedding. Here we go. But see, at this point, and when you text me that, I thought, oh, he must be getting married like that afternoon, and this is a wedding reception. Or they're getting married Saturday, and this is like a wedding. We're getting married engagement party thing. But come to find out, tell him what tell tell him what the plan was. Well, and he told me he was like, "Well, this isn't like your typical wedding or whatever." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." So we got there, and so I started talking to him when we got there, and so. I, he told me he was like, "Well, this is is kind of like a surprise wedding thing," and I thought I was like, "Oh no! How how can this possibly go? <laughs> like from whom? The bride? Yeah, but I mean, so she got there. I'd never met her before, but she got there and she's all dressed up and everything. Well, obviously." She knows. I mean, hell, they had to go get marriage licenses. It looked like you were picking up the vibe that she probably knew was. Uh, yeah. Was but I, I don't know. I still, I'm still foggy on exactly what the situation was. Like these people that were coming there, like they were just invited to a party. Okay. Well, Jeremy, we have a exhibit A. Jeremy, you were invited to this party. You were a guest. What kind of party did you think he's going to? I, well, I thought it was a I thought it was a wedding, 
And uh, and then I got there, and Blake was like, "Well, her family doesn't know that we're getting married. They they thought that they were already married. So and and so I was confused, you know. So you two were confused. As to what I think we were everybody doing. was. Maybe that was the point until they announced it to everybody. Well, but. he then said, "Okay, here's what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to get married between your sets, one of your during one of your breaks." And I was like, "Oh." Okay, so when it got closer to time, we set up. When it got closer to time, I was like, "All right, we kind of need to know what's going on here, bro." You know, I'll help you out. I'll, I'll, I'll shotgun this thing, but I'll quarterback this thing. But kind of let me know. He goes, "Well, I'll tell you what, about seven fifteen, Shantae's going to get up there." And I said, "Okay, at seven fifteen, you just give me the thumbs up." So sure enough, about seven twelve, I look over and he's kind of going, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Okay, now we have a plan." And they got married. Yeah, right there, and it was a nice ceremony. Yeah, it's a cool, cool party, man. Good. Food, drinks, and fellowship. Yeah, a lot free of good boozes. fellowship. A lot of people there that I wouldn't have hung out with otherwise, and Andrew made that point. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? No, Andrew said, because, okay, Friday night we played this wedding, surprise wedding, and Saturday night we did a class reunion in Marmaduke, class of oh, okay. 2021. Yeah, yeah. And I Andrew made that. the comment Friday night, we were outside smoking, drinking a beer, visiting. He goes, you know, one thing about this happy campers ride we've been on, We've got to see some cool shit that we would not have otherwise have gotten oh, to hell see. Yeah. Oh, like, no. That's yeah. true because yeah. there's no reason we would have been there. Oh, yeah. We've played at some cool houses and, you know, private fancy, parties are the fancy best. folks' parties and not so fancy folks' parties, but fun ass parties. Yes. Private parties, that's the shit. Didn't y'all do that, like a 50th wedding anniversary or something? Oh. Not too long ago. I saw, I, I was just going by the decorations in the background. It was like, it looked like. Man, I don't remember doing that, but I there's bet. a lot I don't remember these days. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I read that there's wrong. There's no telling. That might have been hanging up from the knot before. Um, Dude, I was so pleased to run into Seth Overton. Yeah, dude. I hadn't seen that guy in forever. It's Nashville been boy. five or six years since I had seen him and I got I sit there and I got the talking to him and everything and then Jason came up and I was like Jason look who the hell I ran into and Jason's just looking at me like I don't know who that is. <laughs> I didn't. And, I don't know him real well. Well, well I, but he looks different. I mean, he shaved his head and he's been working out. And you know, I mean, he's, he, well, he and when different. I saw him at Cues and Blues, it was dark in there, and I was probably half buzzed. So yeah. I mean, I wasn't. Dude, what a place that was! No, I, I told Cues and Blues. him. I said, Seth. I said, when is Cues and Blues opening back uh, up? And he starts going into, oh, uh, well, you know, I, <laughs> and I said. Seth, just tell me it's never opening back up again. Yeah. He said it's never opening back oh, up dude. again. But I, I mean, know any place that had Eric Gales and uh, oh, the other Marcus, guys. King, Marcus King, King, man, such the best music in that place, and it was like the best kept secret in Paragold. Well, incredible. I'm going to tell you, I never went there when it was lame, and one thing I really appreciated about it because I'm weird around people, don't like to be around people. It was wide open. Oh, it was huge. You know, oh, like, yeah. oh, the tables weren't right on top of each other. You could sit at your table and drink a beer and eat some cheese balls and have a conversation like yeah. this and not be bumping into people. And it was also non-smoking, which attracts a whole extra crowd there of people mm -hmm. that like to go to a place that's non-smoking, which I'm fine with because you can just walk out the back yeah, door and smoke the back a cigarette door. if you want to. There's more people in the smoking section oh, than there was in the dude. whole place. <laughs> you'd, times, walk, you'd walk out that little back door and there was like the like a little screen room yep. out there and it would just be like 
elbows to assholes yeah, with people out badass. there. And but yeah, I was just sitting there thinking about that. I was like, man, you know, okay, I don't I don't care if it never opens up again. I'm just glad in the short couple years that it was going on that I got to be a part of that and like go to some shit there. Fucking meet Marcus King and his band. Yeah, you got a badass picture back though. there yeah. in the den- that was in the kitchen back right. there. They're back there <laughs> flipping steaks and stuff and we're talking to Marcus and his drummer and all his whole band and we just sitting all sitting back there hanging out and shit and you know and then now and then the years that's so in like the couple years after that he is blown up. Oh, he's huge now. Marcus King oh, Band's man. huge yeah. now. He's yeah. opening for Chris Stapleton all the time. Man, and he's talented as fuck. Yeah. Oh, oh my and, god. And then you got Eric Gales who was there. I met him and his entourage, and he's one of the best guitar players. I mean, he's like Jimi Hendrix level guitar player. And he's lefty badass. at that. Yeah. I have not heard this gentleman. I oh no, you need to up. look him up, man. He's, oh, he's there's a video of him like on the Arsenio Hall show yeah. from way back in the day. He would have blown up, but he was kind of his own worst enemy, uh, aren't on, we all? Yeah, as, as far as yeah rehab stuff, but yeah, he's he's fucking amazing, man. So let's call Matt. You want to call Matt? Call let's him. Call up. Matt. Call Matt up. Man. Go. F- Hell, call him up. Oh, I'm trying to. Okay, I'll see what's going on with Matt. Hold, please. Jason's dialing uh, the number. Well, maybe. I'm trying. I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't call people enough to know how to call people. I can text that (laughs) motherfucker real quick, but I don't call anybody unless it's emergency. All right, we're ringing. He's probably shitting. Watch him not answer the phone. Yeah. I ain't calling him back. Hey, man, what's going on? We got you on the podcast here. Just a disclaimer up front. What's up, buddy? Not much. How are you? Um, I've been better. Well, what's <laughs> going on? We we told everybody you had to be out tonight, but you know we didn't want to give away any personal business. But we got Jeremy's here with us. And, what's uh, going Andrew. on, Matt? Hi, buddy. Hi, Matt. You. Hi, buddy. So no, no I, I got the COVID, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Am I going to get like fourth hand COVID before I go to Talladega next weekend? He's going to Jeremy's going to Talladega next weekend, and he's worried that he might get the COVID from you since he was around you Friday <laughs> like, like night. Like fourth degree, oh, six fine. degrees of yeah, COVID. I about that. Everybody at that party probably got it from you now. Dude, I got tested today at work after you told me you had it. I was like, dude, I was around that guy like two nights this week, like singing and shit. So I was negative, <laughs> but how you how you feeling? Well, I mean, I've uh, just a horrible headache and like body aches. And then, you know, I don't, just a little chest congestion. You sound like you don't feel good to me. No, I mean, it doesn't, it, it definitely, I don't, I don't feel good. I got fever, you know, so that comes with like chills and stuff, but you've got a it's fever not too bad. It's not a, it's not a bad fever. It's a low grade fever, but it definitely, you can, I can feel it. Uh, well, here's what I'm going to do. Okay. Before I go to work tomorrow, I'm going to go get you something called emergency. And I want you to take it. It's a powder. It's a thousand milligrams of vitamin C and some zinc. And you put it in orange juice because putting it in water sucks. And you, you mix it up like Metamucil or something and drink that shit, man. It's good for your immune system. Cool. Yeah. And I want to come over and rub your feet. 
Yeah, come on. <laughs> well, man, we, we hate that you couldn't be here, and we hate even more that you got the COVIDs, but we yeah. just wanted to touch base with you and make sure you're alive. You sound worse than I thought you would. <laughs> man, it's it's taking a bad turn this evening. Like, like it's 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 gotten me a little bit, but I'm doing better. So. so when did you first start feeling bad? Like, when did you first be like, something ain't right? Was it today uh, or yesterday? It or? was last night. I woke up with a headache that, like, I've never felt before. Like, I could not move my eyes, and it felt my felt like my head was in a vice. Uh, I was like, man, this sucks. And I told Stacy, I was like, I've got to go to the doctor and get me a COVID test. And sure enough, they rammed a uh, cotton swallow up both nostrils and I felt like I was going to die after that. And then they called me 15 minutes later and they're like, man, you got COVID. That sucks, man. Yeah. And you're vaccinated, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. We got us a breakthrough case, boys. Yeah. And Stacy, she tested positive, but she's not vaccinated and she's asymptomatic so far. She's been sneezing and stuff, but it's not too bad. Well, man, y'all take care. So if you need far. anything, you can give us a shout. I don't live eight minutes away, so yeah, I can. Man, I, I can. I ain't gonna come in, but I'll drop something off the front door. I dig it. <laughs> all right, man. We all take care. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. Bye, Matthew. Man, man now, now that I'm sucks. now I'm coughing and clearing my throat just from him being on the phone. He there. sounded tired, didn't he? Yeah, he did not. He sound. did sound tired. He's not gonna run six miles later. <laughs> he he sounded a little sicker than he did when he was texting us this morning. That's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't, yeah, he didn't sound that sick in his text. Well, he was just like, yeah. Well, in the text, no, in the text, he was just like, yeah, I got a headache. I got a headache. That's I got a bad headache. That, is that uh, not what he said? Yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking I was thinking he just. But man, that's usually how it is. Like when, dude, when I get sick with anything. It's usually like during the day, it'll kind of start to feel better. But then like in the evening, it's like, oh, shit, here we go. And then the, the demons come sucks. at night. It's awful. But, man, luckily, knock on wood, yeah. I have not been sick since like the beginning of June. Right. And yeah. that that was like a week and a half ordeal but they never tested me for COVID or yeah. anything. I mean, that's the thing. It, I mean, you, you could have had it and not even realized it. There's been a bunch God. of times where I thought I had it, and then I'd go get the nose plunger test, and, and and I was fine. So I don't know. Have you ever felt so damn bad, just from maybe the common cold that you have for five to seven days, you ever felt so bad that you sit on the toilet in the middle of the night and you're just having trouble breathing and your head hurts and you're like, man, I have taken for granted how many times I have not felt like this. Yeah. Yes. I think I, that a lot. <laughs> well, I was I was just thinking about that the other day. Um, you know, like sitting here as is, you know, we can wish for all kinds of shit. I can wish for a whole bunch of beers or a whole bunch of weed or a whole bunch of money or <laughs> a new truck or this and that and all that. And, dude, but, like, it's – crazy when you get sicker than hell it's like you don't want anything but just your health exactly and just to feel better like it's crazy how you just forget about all that other shit and like you start thinking about the times that you were in great health and i'm like 
why wasn't I fucking happier then? <laughs> like when I was when I was feeling all you know when I wasn't sick and all of that. Like why wasn't I ecstatic about it? Because mm. like if I could just snap my fingers and feel normal right now, I would feel pretty fucking ecstatic about yeah. that. <laughs> well, you hear all these old people who are like, you got to take your health into it. You know, they always talk about their health, their health, their health, and you're younger and you don't give a shit, and you're just like, but then you get older and you feel like ass on a good day and it's like you know i jeremy we're about we are the same age but i've started appreciating my health like or taking it more seriously the last two to three years oh totally like i live like a sailor on shore leave yeah between the ages of 20 and 40 yeah you know um but taco bell is the most healthy thing you eat all week yeah and you know once i hit 45 i was like okay i gotta get my weight under control you know gotta gotta Try to cut back on the booze in a little bit, yep. you know. So man, it's just oh yeah, alcohol is a two day hangover now. Like I can't, I can't do it. I, I I like to knock a few back, but it's rough. It gets a lot rougher as you get older. That's true. Well, see, I'm at the age that oh, I've definitely, definitely been thinking about all that stuff. Like oh my god, I've got to do this because. This makes me feel like shit, or I've got to change this because I'm tired of feeling like shit because of this. But so I've at 35, I've reached the point that it definitely lives in my mind every day, mm-hmm. but I just don't do shit about it. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, I've, I've tried to go to the gym for a while and then I hurt my Achilles and so I hadn't been back. So I've probably put 15 pounds back on. And, uh, but yeah. Man, it's uh, getting older is rough, dude. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I go to the gym sometimes, too, and I walk around the neighborhood. I have the last couple of nights. You're lying. No, dude, but <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with you. As much as I hate to do it sometimes, when I get done, I'm always glad I did, oh, yeah. and I feel better mentally. Oh, dude. yeah, it's more of it's a, a mental It's a great thing. mental cleanse, yeah. man. Like I It's a it. really good – it releases that dopamine and those endorphins, and you, you feel more positive. Absolutely. You know? No, I feel – phenomenal after i work out it's just dragging my fat ass in there that's the hardest part yeah you almost feel even after a shitty 40 minute workout where 20 minutes i'm not doing none of the shit right when i i feel better when i leave yeah than when i showed up absolutely so jeremy when i knew you were going to be here tonight I, I i saw i watched this again on youtube today you know the sopranos movie's coming out yeah i'm looking forward to it sopranos fan now yeah. you watch the sopranos too right no you I've, didn't watch the sopranos i've watched about there was one day I decided I was like, dude, I've always heard for years about how great this show was. And there was one day I started the season one, episode one, and I think I got through that episode or maybe just a little bit through it and ended up doing dude, first off, I've probably mentioned this on here before, but it's damn near impossible for me to just to fucking sit down and watch TV. He has yeah. a learning disorder. I, I'm <laughs> constantly I'm the same way with books. Going back and forth and doing this and that, nothing productive, but I still can't. It's hard for me to sit down and watch TV. But anyways, I got to doing something else, and then I just never revisited it again. But I always hear about The Sopranos and how good it is. And one of these days... I'm, I'm going. You to. would enjoy it. It's probably the best TV show ever made. Yeah, I mean, the first three seasons were phenomenal. I, I kind of tuned out in the fourth and fifth seasons, but whenever I heard this movie was coming out a few months ago, I rewatched the whole thing. It, and, it flows and, well, and doesn't it, it? It, it? It holds up, and it's, uh, 
Yeah, I appreciate it a lot more on the second run through. Yeah. Um, so were you watching the finale live? Yes. I was too. I was yeah. at Nate Morgan's when he lived in, when uh-huh. he rented that duplex from you. Yeah, yeah. Y'all a were watching it us, there? Yeah, uh, okay. I was, but he, him and McKenzie lived there, I think. Well, I lived on the other side, okay, and well, I was watching it too there. Okay, well, so, you yeah. may have been there. Right. But it like went to the black, black and we were screen. Like, wait, wait, what happened? Well, spoiler alert for everybody who hadn't seen it. I. Uh, what what's your opinion on what should we spoil? Should we talk about it? If, if oh, Andrews, I don't have an opinion. I know for a fact. Yeah, I mean, it, it had to. He's done. He's, yeah, he's he got killed by the guy that went into the bathroom. The members yeah. only guy. Yeah, he had to. It had to. See, only option. You know, I mean, look, it, it's laid out right there in front of you. The guy looks at him. He goes to the bathroom. He comes out. They set the whole thing up with you. Never even hear it what happened. Yeah, dude, he was... And plus his brother-in-law a few episodes before said on the boat, when they were in the boat, he was like, whenever you get whacked, do you think you hear it or you feel it or do you think yeah. everything just goes black? Just goes black, yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, I know if you haven't seen it, sorry, I just ruined it, but yeah, that's... Oh, no. I don't know anything. I mean, because even that doesn't really tell me anything. No. It kind of ticked me off at the time. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I hated it. As it aged, I'm like, I don't care if you're talking about The Sopranos or Three's Company or The Wire or whatever. It would be hard to end an epic show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought Six Feet Under had a oh, great... Six Feet Under had the best ending of all time. Probably the best I, ending of all that's time. All my, that's my all-time favorite show. I have watched the first season of that show, Six Feet Under. And I think it was a long time ago, because I'd seen you say something about that show, Six Feet Under. And I got to watching it on some... Is it HBO? Yeah, it's HBO. Yeah. It was a long time ago, and I I watched the first season. Now, I kind of got captivated by that, just the first season. Yeah. Like, it had me, mm-hmm. and I was watching it, but then I just... Well, the ending, I'm not spoiling that ending, because it's, it's such a great ending. Man, it like I said... everything together. Yeah. I can't stand shows that just end and leave you hanging with a bunch of strings not tied up. And, and Six Feet Under did the perfect job of tying everything up, and it was just a phenomenal it, ending. It, it resolved almost every character. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Matt Matt has still never watched Breaking Bad. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. I know. He's like, man, him. I watched like four episodes. I just didn't couldn't get into it. Yeah. Well, see, now, I, I, I started that way, but it was one of those rare shows that every season got better. Like it was every season got better than the last season. Well, what and, I had to do with Breaking Bad is a long time ago, I had uh, on this laptop I used to have, I had like season one downloaded on there that I'd got from one of these damn. I used to have a um, a demonoid account and. Um, I would download all sorts of shit from there. Is that like Nap- Napster for videos? Like yeah, I, I but like Pirate that. Bay or something. Well, the demonoid thing, like you had to have an invite code, okay. like from somebody else. And Tony Taylor had had one for years, and he had gave me an invite code that he had long time ago. This was before Pirate Bay, and. Uh, Anyways, I'd I'd had Breaking Bad season one downloaded. Yeah, and finally one day, I sit down and I started watching that, and I got through like five or six episodes, Mm -hmm. and then I just ended up getting bored and putting it down. And it was like a year after that 
that I started it over again and then I got through the first season and then I started the second season and I was fucking hooked yeah. at well, that point. Kamala was pregnant and about to give birth in the hospital and I watched a few episodes. It was like at season three. And then we just, Kamala and I just sat down and binged watched all five seasons in like a week one time. Yes. You watch Better Call Saul? Yeah, I, I don't like it as much, but I'm gonna be honest. It's pretty good though. The it's first really two good. Or th- I thought the first two seasons were really slow. Yeah, like there were some good episodes, but there wasn't a, a lot slow going build. on. But the last but few seasons, it's peaked. It's it's, it's, it's got its up legs a lot. now. Yeah, yeah. And if Bob Odenkirk can stop having heart attacks, God, right? Maybe we'll finish that son of a bitch off. I've only watched like season one of Better Call Saul. It's a slow go, man. It's a slow burn. I think that's really why I quit. Like because his brother in the mm-hmm. beginning of it, you know, all the aluminum Chuck. foil, afraid yeah. of the Chuck. light and all that, like that got a little annoying to me. Right. I was like, okay. Well, like, it resolves itself. Okay. It does. Okay. <laughs> it takes well, care of itself. Yeah. The the His brother, like that was pretty interesting for the first few episodes because I'm like, what's up with this fucking guy? And then after like a few more and a few more and it just keeps on, I'm like, okay, I'm over this. Yeah. Like we got to get going on to something else. Yeah. So Jeremy, I think, and I think I'm going to go see The Many Saints of Newark in the theater. Man, I want to. Uh, it's on at the theater too. Well, here, I thought it here, was just—I thought it was just HBO no. Max. And I read an article this week, and David Chase is supposedly like pretty pissed at HBO because when they originally planned to do it, it was going to be a theatrical release, the yeah. movie. But because of COVID and stuff, they're going to put it. You know how they're putting like new movies on streaming services right. now. It's going to be on HBO Max and and in the theater. Okay. Well, but they he screwed said over. It was meant to be seen in the theater. Oh, well, I don't doubt that. But I mean, HBO Max. There was some movie that's suing HBO Wasn't that Max. Was Scarlett now. Johansson? It, I think so. Yeah, yeah, the Black Widow. Yeah, because she because, yeah, got part of the box. Right. Yeah, and there was no box because they they put it out on HBO Max, and who's gonna pay twenty dollars a ticket when you can just watch it for From free? The, oh. So yeah. when does yeah. the so this thing you're talking about? That's the Sopranos movie. It's, it's a, a prequel. It's a prequel. It's Tony as a kid. Oh, it's Tony as a kid. He's like oh, eighteen. Yes, his but son. But it's him. actually his son playing him, and his son looks like Tony. I've watched the uh, trailer to that. And, I mean, of course, I have no idea what's even going on. And I watched the trailer to it. So when does this come out? Is it October 15th? Uh, No, I think so. Or is it Christmas? No. I thought it's October. It's October. Yeah. So if I really put in some... Yeah, if you put in leg the legwork, work, you can get I it. I think it's six seasons. Yeah, six but A and six B. It's six really A seven. and six B. It's really seven I've seasons. I've got to get yeah. HBO back because I, yeah. I let my HBO go. But I, I need to, I need to get on then. Well, I think I'm going to go to the theaters to see it, and and this is kind of what we talked about earlier. It's going to be real hard for them to have a good outcome out of this. Yeah, because people are even if they like it, they're going to be like, well, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do this? Yeah. Why didn't they do well, this? God, that's everything though. What cracks me up is all these people who get so bent out of shape over all these damn reboots of mm-hmm. these different movies, the remakes that they make, and, oh, well, they're not as good as, you know, the original. Well, of course they're not. And also, like, you can't just get nostalgia like that. Yeah. Like, you can't reply like the movie Dumb and Dumber. Right. Like, when the second one came out, of course it was retarded yeah, as shit. Yeah, it was, it was way mean, worse. What I'm curious about is, is there going to be a scene... 
they would almost have to CGI it because everybody's so damn old now. But it, will there be a scene that ties that ending into the prequel, the 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 series ending into the prequel? Like I don't think so. I've got a what if. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it just yet. I didn't hear this. I don't read any spoilers, but I had an I idea. Either. It's not a theory as much as it is. It's a what if. But one thing I'm looking forward to more than anything is like meeting all of our characters that we know and love, like when they're younger. Yeah, I want to see like, like uh, Silvio, like Silvio as a kid. Yeah, Polly as a kid would be a trip, man. Yeah, right. That would be cool. They're not kids. They're probably in their late twenties. Yeah, because they were older than Tony. Yeah, Tony's so yeah, like 18, 17, right. 18, 19. So they're like 27. 28, 29. Yeah. yeah. No, it's going to be an interesting flick, man. I'm, the, the trailer looks killer, so I'm, I'm looking forward to so, it. So, you know, in the one season of The Sopranos, um, Tony takes Chris to the party where the cops retiring and says, that's the dude that killed your dad. Oh, what season was that? I don't know. You remember what I'm talking about, though, right? And then Chris goes to his house and waits for him. I'm not listening him. or I'm not paying attention. I'm <laughs> Dude, not doing I'm either. I'm struggling to remember this part. How did I? What? Tony's sitting in there. This cop is like at an Applebee's having a retirement party. Right. And Tony and Chris are sitting in his white SUV across the parking lot. He says, you see that guy in there? He's the one that killed your dad. Okay. And Chris goes, that, he goes yeah, he's retiring today. Said he's a dirty cop, the gambling habit, whatever. And uh, he says, "Why?" He said, "We kept him around because he was useful." Yeah. So anyway, Chris goes and waits in his house. And when he comes in, he like says, "You're the guy that killed my dad," and all this. And he said, "I didn't kill your dad," and all this. So anyway, he said, "It doesn't matter. Tony wants you dead anyway." So he kills the guy. Anyway, here's my theory. It's not a theory. It's a what if. What if the Many Saints of Newark ends? And we find out that Tony killed Dickie Muscle. Ooh. I just got chills that ran down my spine. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck y'all's talking about. Man, I'm going to have to go back and like watch a YouTube video of that scene. We're going to watch it during, out of, out we're of, gonna watch it during the break. Out of all the parts of that movie or that series, I, I'm struggling to recall that scene. Well, it wasn't like super important to the plot right. at that point. but Okay, yeah, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'll show it to you. To. But anyway, what this is... That's a good. Outside that's a of good. What if Tony's the one that kills Dickie Muscle? I mean, Tony kind of treated Chrissy like shit a lot, so yeah. you never know, man. You never. That's a, that's a good theory. I mean, I don't know I, because that would be a ending that would be like a shock ending. You know, yeah, like totally. people would be talking about that. Yeah, people yeah, that would be, would be about that. Would that, be, that so. would be. I don't cool. know if that's what's going to happen, but. That'd be pretty. I cool. just wonder. I, I kind of curious if they're going to have any like flash forwards at any point to if David Chase was able to CGI some shit together and address at the end what happens in that diner. That would be pretty cool, but I don't see how it could happen because everybody's aged like twenty years since that story's taken place. Man, so. I just don't. I never gave that any thought, but. I just think that's almost too out there. That I don't would be, think that they'd would be, mess with the ending. That would be that would be tough to pull off. I think this is a standalone project. Yeah, I don't think they want it to directly tie into the right. No, I mean that would make more sense, but I don't know. I always have these little crazy. That would be cool. The yeah. last thirty seconds, as you see the guy come out of the bathroom and shoot Tony in the yeah, back would, of the head. It, yeah, Carmella covered be, in blood. Yeah, Carmella just screaming because she kind of still looks the same. She hadn't aged too much. They could do some yeah. makeup. They could do some uh, makeup magic to her to make it. 
I don't know, man. That would be a shock ending too. I'm looking forward to. uh, I'm looking forward to that. Well, David Chase has got so much shit from that ending that I think he wants. Dude, there's no. I thought it worked out well. Well, going back and watching it again because I've had fights with people where I hated the ending, but then once you really rewatch it and come to, you can appreciate it. Yeah, I agree. Well, hey, let's take a break and then come back and talk about uh, what you brought over tonight. Because this sounds good. I got some gripes with yeah. this Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, definitely. All right, man. So, hey, we're back from break. So, I saw Jeremy post something on Facebook earlier this week, and I was so busy. You know how it is when you're on Facebook. You're just kind of scrolling and looking for something that slightly piques your interest. But evidently, Rolling Stone... Now, correct yep. me if I'm wrong. I did go back and look at this post. Rolling Stone put out their top 20 songs of all time. No, top 500 songs of all time. Okay, but you just posted the 20. I just posted the top 20. Oh. But it's it's top 500, and they basically, they, they had, the last time they did it was 15 years ago in 2004, and... And now they've they've revamped it with, and they had like 250 people voting on it, and uh, it's kind of a crazy list. But only it, it, 250 people voting. Just well, it was the it was the the journalists at Rolling Stone plus a bunch of musicians and music execs and people. So people, people in, in the, the business. business in the field in the, yeah. in the business, yeah. Well, what, but oh, go ahead. One of the first things I noticed about the top 20. Is there were no country songs in there? Well, that, I don't think they include country in it. I don't think country has has because I, I look, I kind of glanced through the whole list, okay. and I think it's okay, mostly that would explain that. I think it's mostly rock and rap. Because which I is was weird. thinking, how could he stop loving her today? Right. Not be in the top twenty songs of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, hey, and I, I I I agree with you. Um, I didn't know that. Though. So the Rolling Stone. Is just so that's just rock and rap. Okay, so th- see, this changes the whole thing to me. I alternative. Didn't, I didn't yeah. know when you say top five hundred songs of all time. Of all time. I think you're talking about of all, all genres. Time. Yeah, yeah. It, and it, it really should be all genres, but they just did. Like rock. if Bach or Beethoven isn't on there, then something's wrong. Yeah, and like in 2004, I pulled up the 2004 list, and there's like hardly there's no rap, but it's all rock. Um, but the 2021 list is insane, and uh, I, I, and how do you? It's an impossible list because if I had to make a top 500 or a top 100, it'd be some crazy. It's shit. It's so that. subjective. Yeah, it's totally subjective. Like That's it, pretty tough. Just like when somebody asks you, like, "Oh, who's your who's your favorite band?" Or who's your favorite? Like it just even narrows it down to one, and they're like, "So, who? What? What's your favorite song of all time?" You I can't do it. No, I couldn't do that. It depends on what day of the week it is, or it's, maybe what hour of the day it is. I. It's hard for me. Like, I. I don't even like getting asked the question. I don't think I have been asked this question since I was like seven. But I hate getting asked, "What's your favorite color?" Yeah, I have no idea, dude. I like a lot of colors. <laughs> I, I like all the colors. Well, I like I mean, colors. It just depends, I guess. But but, but uh, yeah, this list is insane. I was going like, to ask on this twenty twenty one list. Let's just take the top twenty because okay. we don't. I don't want to get a deep dive. But you've looked at this way more than I have. So of the top twenty songs in the entire history of songs in twenty twenty one, what did you think they got wrong? 
in the top twenty? Well, what, what I, did I, you really have? What really grinded your gears? What I, I don't know if it grinded my gears, but it, it was like a generational thing. Like number nine was, and no, I'm sorry, number eight of all time. Get your freak on by Missy Elliott. Man, I mean, <laughs> it's a great song. But of all time, yeah, I'd like to know what criteria they're using. I think here. that yeah. came out around. I'd like to I... see a rubric. Yeah. <laughs> now the 2004 list is pretty solid, but 2021 they shuffled it. Here's the one that surprised me the most, and I'm a Public Enemy fan. Like I, I went through a five year phase where I had all their tapes and all their CDs. Fight the Power is number two. Of all time. Of all time. And so that makes Yeah, me... he stopped loving her today is nowhere to be seen <laughs> yeah. on the list. Yeah. But... Jason is butthurt. Well, I mean, over... you, you think about Papa Was a Rolling Stone, One, a, a fantastic song, was number 333 on the list. What was 500? What barely cracked the top? Okay, the 500. Top? What was like on the cut list? 500 was Stronger by Kanye West. Baby Love by I the Supremes. Even, I, I don't even... Baby Love, you know that song. That's oh, a pretty I'm great glad, song. That was, that was I'm glad it beat out that other one. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, but you just, like, Fight the Power by Public Enemy. I'm going to look at this right yeah, quick. I'm going to scroll, scroll down. down. I, ooh, Poncho and Lefty's on there. See, that's a country that's song. Yeah, but, a country song-ish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty, pretty, yeah. some, that's some country-ass shit. Welcome to the Jungle at 491. Just behind Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But how many people out of 250 people, apparently 250 people submitted their top 50, and that's how they ranked everything. They kind of put it on a point system. But how did – that's why I think there was some insider trading going on. Because how does Fight the Power by Public Enemy, how did that many people put that song in their top five? It's a great song. That's an awfully random – That's a random song to put at number y two. Yes. This song right here, I'm not surprised it's on here, but I think it should be way higher. Sunday Morning Coming Down by Chris Christofferson. Okay, so it's official so, that country music so is, is some, on the there list. There is some country music on there. Okay. Well, that, 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 okay, here's another one. Uh, and, and the Dixie it, Chicks, or now just the Chicks. The Chicks. Goodbye, Earl, at 469. Okay, so there is country. Okay. So you're not going to tell me well, there's no that Sunday Morning Coming 50. Down is not a better song than Goodbye, Earl. Yeah. Fuck you and but your like, list. But like Bohemian Rhapsody was 17. And then you've got uh, Get your Outcast on. Hey Ya at number 10. And I like Outcast. But it's like, I, I don't understand the rank system. Purple Rain was 18. Okay, I, I'm, I'm not butthurt by that. That's no. a top 20, maybe. But, uh, man, I don't, I don't know. They've got so. some... They got some and I, but, like, the Public Enemy one really blew my mind because that's not even their best song. I don't even recognize. I'm down in the low 400s now, and I don't even know some of these well, there's songs. There's a bunch. Like, the top 10, there was... What was what was in the top 10? It's on the front page there. Uh, I don't even know who... who uh, oh, what's her name? See, I think Robin. this should... Who's Robin? Robin. I think, I think this should be higher. There's a girl named Robin that works at the Dodge store. <laughs> Enter Sandman. <laughs> I mean, her... Enter Sandman comes in at 390. Yeah, so you would think that would be higher. Right, top 200 maybe. Yeah. Well, I think that they need Mama to, Tried. Um, 
Three seventy six. Really? So there. All right, yeah. Jason, are you fucking happy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, I'm keep going though, man. Um, but well, I mean, there's. I, I think that's just a generational thing because there's probably people out there going, "How come there ain't no thirty eight special on that some bitch?" Well, you know, there's there's got to be a generational. Gap. Well, now that that all kind of goes hand in hand with the, uh, you know, every year when they have the Super Bowl. You know, it becomes announced who's going to be playing the Super Bowl oh, yeah. show and all that. And, dude, it's always, it's always some a big fucking uproar. Yeah. Well, it's always everybody. some poppy bullshit, you know. That, but it, it, but it's what's it's a making generational money. Thing. Yeah, it's, it's what makes and money. It's all I, I have found the flaw in this list. Okay. This ranking alone right here tells me that this list is flawed heavily. Coming in at number 311, not even one of the top 300 songs, Hotel California. Oh, yeah. Okay, get out of here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Light My Fire by The Doors is ahead of that. Fuck these people. Yeah. So at number 311, we have Hotel California, but at number eight, we have Get Your Freak On by oh, Missy you know Elliott. Yeah, exactly. here's, here's another country, Jolene by Dolly Parton is okay. number 63. Okay. That, that, so that's I, one I can higher, get on board with that. That's one of the higher ranking I want to know where I will always love you. It's got to be higher than Jolene maybe, right? Oh, yeah. I, you would think. I don't know. There's some weird shit on this. Coming in at 266, King Tubby meets the Rockers Uptown. Well, I will always love you. They would probably have that by Whitney Houston on here. (laughs) Rather, I mean, yeah, Dolly Parton did it, but her version or whatever, I bet. Your cheating heart, 237. Like Michael Jackson, I think, only had one song on the whole list. That's hard to believe. Dr. Dre, ain't nothing but a G thing coming in at 29. That's I'm a, fine with that. I'm, I'm good with that. That's a baller-ass I'm, song, man. I'm fine with that. But, I, man, there, there's just some... the Little Wing, 188. But, I mean, and I, you know, I get it that everybody likes the stuff they grew up with. And so I, I kind of understand that. Well, yeah. Not and one single insane clown posse song. What kind of <laughs> bullshit? I haven't seen a Garth Brooks song yet. No joking, which is kind of surprising. Um, if I'm being honest. But no, on the Super Bowl thing, it's you know it cracks me up that you know yeah they'll come out with a show that oh I don't I mean I don't care nothing about seeing or you know but it. It's funny to me the people who are like, "Man, this sucks," and all that. And I'm like, I, I really want to ask, like, okay, who do you think it should be, like Brooks and Dunn mm-hmm. or whatever? That, I mean, yeah, sure, it's cool, yeah, like, but just take it as that, like, man, this is something I really like that was from way back when and all that. Not even thinking about the fact that hey, the world around you, that it's gone, yeah, like. That's not the shit that makes money. That's right. not the stuff that sells tickets. And there's also that, the possibility that they might have just made this list to stir shit up and make themselves relevant. And like get with dumbasses with, like with, us talking about with, it. Yeah, exactly. With, with hate clicks, that, yeah. like just hate clicking, getting mad. Yeah. Like Elvis didn't crack the top fifty. Get the hell out of here, man. Fifty-eight, Andrew. Here we go. Another goal. Another another good find. Number fifty-eight. The weight. Okay, I'll take it, but. It's it, man, and see, but there's the Michael Jackson, Billy Jean, right there, Billy Jean. In my heart, the weight is probably definitely in top ten. 
But that that's that's me. That that's the shit. I I'm not Rolling Stone magazine. I'm not the United States. I'm just I'm just this guy. Like my top 100. Man, that'd be hard to do. It, it'd be impossible. Because think about it. That okay, is you, less than ten albums. Well, I would have to work. My, I would. I'd have to work my way backwards and pick my top one hundred bands, and then pick my favorite song out of those bands. I think that'd be the easiest way to do it. You can't Otherwise, tell me, "Hey, y'all," is better than four hundred and ninety nine of these other songs. No, or, I mean three hundred ninety nine. It's a great song, but. Yeah, it was great, man. Outcast was badass. Well, like the Loved Kinks, Outcast, the Kinks, Waterloo Sunset was number fourteen. I've and, never fucking and that's heard not that even song. their best song. Like, I'm going to tell you the top ten that I do not have a problem with. I'm going to go down through these. Okay. Uh, the top ten that I can't really argue with: Strawberry Fields Forever. Good fucking song. But is that it's their the best? Beatles? Is that their Probably best not. Beatles song? But I, I'm just saying, I'm not upset. It's on here. Yeah. I'm would, not upset at all. I would think Hey Jude would be way yeah. above that, but anyway. Or uh, Yesterday. A Change is Gonna Come. I'm not upset about that being in That's the That's a great song. That song. That's yeah. a great song. A lot, of great, uh, a lot of great covers of that song. And man. Respect. That's I mean, number one. I don't know that that's number one, but how do you how do you do a list like this? Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, don't. Dan Patrick had the best take on it, and he's just like, I don't need to see this list. He's like, I don't... I mean, is is Fast Car by Tracy Chapman a better song than Yesterday by Paul McCartney? Mm. According to this list, it is. They're good. See, I know that that's like a huge popular song. Never been into that song, man. I don't. I've never cared for it at all. Which song are you talking about? Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Yeah, I can't. I'm not a big fan. I don't like it. I'm not a big fan. However, Tracy Chapman doing "Give Me One Reason." Oh yeah, I Lord love mercy. that. Yeah, see, that I, is so good. I think my biggest problem is they didn't pick the right song for the artist they picked. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I guess it might have been their most popular one. You have to admit, there's a bias here because I listed about maybe, and I'm going to be really liberal here. What eight country songs yeah. out of five hundred? Oh yeah. No, it doesn't get. You much can't love. tell me he stopped loving her today, and I'm not. I'm not joking. <laughs> it's not a top five hundred. <laughs> you can't tell me that. I know the listeners can't see this, but Jason, like, he just he's got mad. pretty serious and pointed he's, at me just then, and I saw his bottom lip quiver just a little bit when he said that. Man, I ain't asking for top ten, but to say it's not a top five hundred song of all time. Yeah. Jason, I think you should send them a dirty email tomorrow. <laughs> I, I think you should I think you should uh email uh HR. No, not HR. It's not an employee issue. No, I think it is an employee. <laughs> and if issue. we're being honest, and I'm being completely honest, do you not think just because of the publicity and the marketing that Garth Brooks wouldn't have had a song in the top five hundred songs ever? Well, I do Friends know Friends in Low Places has to be on there somewhere. I haven't read the whole list, but I didn't see it. Now I'm not saying it ain't, but and George Strait, not one George Strait song. And yeah. Garth Brooks is the best-selling artist of all oh, time. Oh wait, 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 wait! Yes. He stopped loving her today. Is number one forty-two. Thank the Lord. Yeah, so you can stop being mad now, <laughs> Jason. Man, I, I was fixing to go home and write a nasty email. I yeah. figured you was. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't already have one topped up in your drafts, just hanging <laughs> okay, out. That makes me feel just better. Waiting. Well, man, that makes me feel better too. 
And I mean, but, you, but you have a Drake song in front of it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I, I don't, I I don't want to live on this planet these anymore. Kids, these kids with their new fangled music. But yeah, it was I, pretty equally spread out by recent music. And I mean, I would say it was a pretty good 250 to 250 split between old music and newer music. Yeah. And by newer, I mean last 10 years. Yeah, now, it's a pretty wild list, man. I I don't know, you know, I I just don't know. I can I just can't imagine ten guys sitting around a sitting around a a, a executive desk, you know, at ten thirty on a Monday morning for a meeting. Okay, guys, R E S P E C T. Tell me what you. Hmm, what do you think, Tom? I think that's the number one song fucking ever. <laughs> Put it on the fucking list of yeah. all time. Yeah, that's it. I don't need to hear any more. Turn that shit off. Yeah, and let's put uh, friggin' Missy Elliott in front of Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody. I just don't, man. I don't know. I I think they made this list just to piss people off. That's well. There's yeah, no way you can make talking. a list that would make everyone happy. Oh no, my like, list. who's the demographic that that list is for? It ain't us. Maybe some thirty-two year old. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. But are there employees? Like, I mean, I don't know if that's a, a lot of the people that did the uh, the voting or what. You said, what is 250? It was 250. I think 50 of them were Rolling Stone employees, and then the other 200 were basically oh, just people right. in the business. Musicians. And, yeah, First yeah, of all, yeah, anybody right. that knows, has even an elementary understanding of statistics knows that that is a very small sample size. A very small sample size. Yeah, very they, small they, sample they size. They should have opened that up a little bit more. Well, yeah, like I would have liked to have gotten a letter in the mail to been like, hey, voting on... Do you like R-E-S-P-E-C-T? No, I mean, I <laughs> we put it number one? I think that poll needs to be sent out like... Big time. Well, they, if they, like, I think if they made a fan poll, I think it would be a lot better. Oh, I would love bigger. to do participate in something. But you'd like also that, have like, a lot of 13 year olds putting like baby shark and shit in there. You know, you'd, you'd have, well, you'd and have popular then, then they would start a, uh, yeah, they would, they would start like something online, like a, a trend to be like, you got to vote for this, or you got to. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know. their digital game is way better than ours, so we probably don't want to get into that fight. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. You know, but if you ha- if I had to press you right now, and whether on that list or whether or not, just looking at you right now at uh, what is it? Almost seven oh five on a Wednesday night. It, I don't care where it falls. You got to put a song in the top ten of best songs ever. Doesn't matter if it's ten, one, where it falls. What do you know that for sure is a top ten song? Ooh! In the world of Andrew Gander. Oh, and come on, you got this. Um, man, I gotta say, whole lot of love, Led Zeppelin. I cannot a, argue with that. Is yeah. a pretty is a pr- that was pretty wow, you, man. It's so hard to even here, pick. Here's another one. I just threw here's that another out here's another factoid. Led Zeppelin didn't crack the top one hundred. That's not wild. one song. Not one song. Wow. Or, or Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix was on. Yeah, he he cracked the top. I think fifty. I think he he was on here somewhere. Pretty, but man. It, but it's not. It's not worse than freaking Royals by Lord. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I mean, it, there's a bunch of weird shit. I no, Bob Dylan. Did you notice that? 
No, he's on oh, there. But Chain, he's widely considered one of the greatest singer-songwriters Change of all is going to come. Yeah. Was that not on there? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Well, Sam Cooke, uh, Change is going to come. Was oh. Number three. That was number three. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a wild list, man. I don't know. No oh, s- Like a Rolling Stone, number four. Bob. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the two th- now, if you look at the 2004 list, it's pretty legit. What was the number one? Okay, yeah, interesting. So in 2004, so we're talking what? God, that's been 15, 16 15 years, years ago. 15 years ago, 16 years ago. What was the number one? Let's like get, a Rolling it, Stone? No, no, no. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Well, I just gave it away. No, sorry. no, you gave it away, but that's fine. I want to run another experiment, a control experiment. Of the top 10 songs, both 16 years ago and this year, how many are the same? Uh, no matter what they rank, how many are the same? Respect went okay. from number five to number one. There's one. Um, what's going on went from number four to number six. Okay. Uh, see, satisfaction went from number two to not even being in the top 20. Okay, so we have two so far have retained their spot. Yeah, uh, John Lennon, Imagine. Nope, it ain't in the top ten. It's not in the top ten. See, right, it, went, it, it fell from number three to number 19. Now, that's definitely a top ten song. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's a top ten That's top ten tune. But, and, and Beatles, Hey Jude, went from number eight to just falling way, way back. I don't even know how far, but it, it fell way back. So we're still at so, two out of the – so basically – Two out of the ten. Nirvana stayed in the top ten. Wow. With uh, Smells, Smells Like, like Teen Spirit. Spirit. It actually jumped from ten to five. I, I wonder, Nine to five. Yeah. I wonder where uh, Don McLean's American Pie is on the list. I'm not even a fan of That's that That's a good song, question. Though. That's got to be top five. Not a huge fan of that song. It's too fucking long. Which song is huge. it? It's huge. American bye, Pie. Oh. American Don McLean. It's not even on the 2004 list. I don't know. I'm not so, sure. So you said what was number one in 2014 again? Like a Rolling Stone. 2004. 2004. Like a Rolling Stone. So give and us it, the top went, ten. I can't it, see them. Are you talking about 2004? Yeah, 2004. Okay. And it just so happens to be the Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's top a pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Okay. But okay, like, here's the top ten in 2004. Like a Rolling Stone, Satisfaction, Imagine, What's Going On, Respect, Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys, uh, Johnny Be Good, Hey Jude, Smells Like Teen Spirit, and What I'd Say, What I What Did I Say about Ray Charles was the top ten. Then, huh, boy, and I so, bet I bet the Ray Charles tune took a big dump. This it time. took a huge yeah, man. Dump. What I Say about Ray Charles is a fantastic song. Oh, it's a great song. He's got a lot of tell good songs. Tell your mama, tell your pa. Then I'm going dude, back to even, Arkansas. Dude, I don't even see it Tell on. Tell me what here. I say. Yeah, they completely they they completely washed Ray Charles hey, off the board. Hey. Man, that's unfortunate. And I, yeah, and I I think we mentioned this, but I'm kind of surprised okay. there's not more Elvis. Okay, here it is. He, oh, dude, Elvis there's Presley. No, there's no Elvis in the top top fifty. At and least. Elvis is big all around the world. Yeah, Ray Charles like, dropped from ten with what I'd say. To eighty in the new list. So Whoa! That's like, yeah, that's a big that's a, man. Yeah. He must have pissed off. Hey, some people. still top one hundred. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's a new generation. Can't These crazy the kids. For, I wonder uh, when they'll George do this Jones again. Tune. Uh, probably another fifteen years. 
Well, I hope I'm in the top ten by that point. <laughs> You're getting there, man. That's right. I figure we'll the old be kit, the around. old cat's done shitting the shavings. Jason Lineham, <laughs> number oh, three. Yes, sir. Hey, you need to be. Uh, we need to be getting some solid verses down to that because uh, we've got a private party coming up. That remember we've been requested that that Kevin Ray. Kevin Ray's having a private party. Yes, sir. Yeah, dude. I didn't get my invitation. Well, I guess it's in the not mail. very private now. Yeah, yeah. But, but everybody no. come out, man. Yeah, he would actually be fine with it. Yeah, he would. No, that's Jeremy, you're fan, coming. That's a do you know Kevin very well? Oh, yeah, man. Dude, I, I, that is one I haven't the, seen him in a dude, while. He's one of the funniest cats okay, dude, I know. He makes yes. me holler laughing. I saw him, last time I saw him was at a downtown festival whenever y'all were playing. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, dude, I, I've I've partied with him a couple times, and he is one of the funniest guys in Paragold, man. Well, he's got a cool shop out there behind yes, his sir. house. Yes, sir. He's got a cool setup. And we've went, and we haven't played in the new shop. No, we haven't. We, haven't played we, we out played there a bonfire a out there. What two? No, three. Yeah, three a long years time ago. ago. But we went out there and watched uh, this dude River Dan and his band. He's like a. They're they're a big deal. Pretty yeah. pretty. Let me pretty give you the setup. Band. They got River Dan is about six foot five and <laughs> look sits on a bar stool. Right. And Identical has his little soundboard. Jennings. Yeah, has his little soundboard and his microphone and his. And his monitor. Then he's got a drummer, and he's got a bass player, and then he's got another guy that's a utility player. Yeah, he'll play the saxophone and then play the flute. Mm-hmm. Like if you haven't heard Dixieland Delight played right. on the flute, you ain't living, man. That sounds pretty badass. And dude, they dude they were fan. I got some videos. They were fan fucking tastic. Like they, this is a big operation. Like. Yeah. If y'all ever do a ska band, I'll be the guy that just dances while the oh. trombone's going on. Yes, I would love to do that. I'll, I'll, do, I'll just be the dancer Dude, get the, the mighty, mighty boss tones. Yes. You could have been there. quite the trombone player if you put your mind to I it. Didn't. <laughs> Trey, Trey really was not. He, he, he didn't like me too much, I don't think. Because he knew uh, that you never lived up to your potential. I, I never lived up to my He was trying to guide me in the right direction, and I went wayward and didn't focus on my tromboning. Well... I, I didn't either, you know. Man, me and Jeremy, we ba- we both played trombone in like beginning band, so we sit right beside each other in band, yeah. like every day, just like you know. And man, we were both like learning how to play the trombone. It was weird, man. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm gonna get y'all two trombones one of these days. I've got my trombone. To, okay, it's still in well, my closet. Jason, Jason, do you still have? I yours? can play the trombone. I still. I don't ask notes. if you can play one. I ask if you have one. <laughs> I don't. Well, well, you know I, what? Yeah, I do. I do actually. Have, I have. I have a trombone too. You, you can borrow like, mine and just clean the rust. Well, off. no, no, we need two of them because yeah. I want to get y'all two standing together. And if you ever, do you remember those things that the trombone players would do in the high school band? Those suicide things, like one duck oh, down yeah, yeah, and, yeah. One, and, and one turns their trombone to the side, and then they come up and they yeah. do. It. I want y'all to get doing that and see how long it takes for you to we smash would, the. We fuck would out end of up with no. T- by the end of the <laughs> oh man! Uh, yeah, I was a horrible trombone player. Also, yeah. oh, <laughs> to do this, you wouldn't even have to play it. Wait, yeah. I just need you to have the instrument in your hand, man. That's funny. and if you want to know what that is, just 
Look up on YouTube. Yeah. Trombone suicides. Oh, me dude. and Jeremy. Yeah, I'm going to leave you with the Jeremy Jason story. That. Uh, me and Jeremy played football in junior high. Oh, Jesus. You remember that? Yes, and I was Weeks very... was our coach. Well, it wasn't Jeremy. Bill Weeks. Bill, Bill Weeks, Weeks was our yeah. coach. Remember our assistant coach? The little Savers. Short guy? Terry yeah, Savers, Terry man. Savers, yeah, he's the Savers. man, dude. That guy was a freaking drill sergeant. Oh, totally. Me and Jeremy didn't hit our growth spurt till later <laughs> in life. So we were... <laughs> I was like Four a- or five inches shorter than everybody else. We played offensive line. Well, one night we're playing tech. Me and Jeremy standing on the sideline, chewing on her mouthpiece. And uh, tech comes in, okay? And they get the ball, and they go down the field, and they score a touchdown, okay? Yeah. So, anyway, they come out again. They kick it off. RD, uh, we can't do anything. They get the ball. They go down and score. They kick off again. We can't do nothing. They get the ball. And at this point, it's like 28 to nothing. We're yeah. playing like seventh, eighth grade football. That's terrible. Yeah. And they start sending out their subs. And Jeremy goes, here comes the B team. Trot, 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 trot. <laughs> and Bill and was Bill none turned too around pleased. and goes, Cox, remind me to bust your ass when we get back to the field house. Dude, I was terrified, man. And he's like, dude, do you really think he's going to give me a whipping when we get back? I'm like, I don't know. He looked like he was. Dude, I was like a 110-pound offensive lineman. Scared to death, little kid. Just with like, a fro. With a fro, man. Yeah, yeah my fro. My, I was like 5'4 without it and 5'8 with it. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I somehow finagled my way out of he didn't getting... Paddle he you. didn't paddle me. Did, I, I never knew the end of it. Did he say anything to you when you got back? Oh, I got scolded hard. Okay, yeah. I didn't know this. But, no, I, I was in his office, and I think he had full intentions of Sandusky beating my ass. No, oh. he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't touch me in the no-no place. He took pity on but, you? But, no, he took pity on my... Dude, I was scared to death. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to... Here comes it. the B team. Try, 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 try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he spared he spared my ass oh, on that man. night. So That's did y'all not crazy. have to go out there with the B team to oh, go? No, in we were on play? the D team, dude. Yeah. Oh, we were, we hey, were like, I lettered in football my freshman I, year. You probably I did too. What, was lettered, it B? Yeah, but I lettered poorly. Like I played enough yeah. garbage time yeah. to, to get your. To get what my, does that mean? You have to play a certain amount of time during a game. Yeah, like you have to play so many quarters throughout the year. So our coaches had put us in because when we were in ninth grade, we had a badass fucking team. Yeah, we had a really. And they put us in, so we they put us in for like two plays a quarter, so we'd get two quarters. So when you play like so many quarters during the year, I don't even know what the number is, maybe twelve or something. You letter in football, and we yeah. both got a letter. I lost mine. I wish I knew where it was yeah. at. But and I, I didn't even know. Like I didn't know how to play football back then. They were trying to teach <laughs> me, and I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew I was on the offensive line, and I was supposed to kind of block the other guy, and I would get smoked every play because I was 110 pounds. Weren't you number 73? 76. 76. Yeah. I was 71. Yeah. Right guard. <laughs> yeah. Right I had no guard. Business being out there. I knew what I was supposed to do. I was just not big enough to do it. Yeah, I didn't even get that far. I, I had no clue what to so do. So I figured you'd be like a uh, like a corner mm-hmm. or something. Me? Yeah. A cornerback? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> we were playing like Osceola and Newport. And, yeah, and you know, Win. Win. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, they would just smoke us, dude. Well, how, how did we turn so good in junior high to so bad in high school that everybody just quit because I wasn't playing, I guess? Man, I've told this story before. I enjoyed playing football, and I enjoyed doing band, and I probably would have done both. But, dude, 
I honestly think the whole time, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you may not even know, I really think the whole time we were in high school, which is our 10th, 11th, and 12th grade years, I think our football team won three games. Yeah. And Maybe we one a year. We haven't recovered since. No. It seems like. Man, it's still and pretty I was like, rough dude, out I'm there. Not, I'm like, tough. dude, I'm not going to go out there in two days and bust my ass and fucking kill myself to go to Newport and win and Pocahontas <laughs> and, you know, Osceola and Mariana and, you know, to just get my shit kicked in every I'm grabbing my backpack. I'm grabbing my trombone and <laughs> I'm getting right. the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's right. And I think that's what everybody did. Everybody's in the band now winning national championships and band. Well, and they don't barely have enough and people. And they're getting to, scholarships to go to college. Yeah. 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 Well, Cox, thanks for coming by tonight, hey, man. man. Thank you guys again. It's always dude. good for you to be here. I always enjoy throwing back a cold one with you and yeah, man. chatting about the world's problems and funny shit. So, Andrew, once again, thank you for hosting. Matt? Yes. Man, I hope you get to feeling better, brother. Feel better, you, dude. You take care of yourself. Everybody be nice to each other. Happy Campers Jamcast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo.